Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. I know you have other things that you could be doing, so I appreciate it. I have the pup with me, very alert this morning, (laughs) very interested in what's going on in the world. Uh She sees something out there, so if she starts to bark like crazy in a minute, don't, uh, hopefully it won't give you a heart attack or give me a heart attack. I don't really have a whole lot to report on the home front. Uh, We did have one little interesting episode recently. A young little doe got caught in a fence out near our place and the pup was just beside herself. Couldn't figure out what was going on. This little doe was pretty frantic anyway. It was entertaining because it turned out just fine and the doe got away and but the puppy could not figure out what in the world was going on also my wife and i have this debate often for those of y'all that love summer and there's some things that i like about summer but mosquitoes and fire ants and flies and gnats not on that list and they override the joys we don't agree on that but at any rate I think that's about it for those of y'all that continue to share the podcast to help it to grow thank you so much I'm incredibly grateful Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for the time that you're giving us to try and turn our country back to you. Thank you for the time to record this podcast. Thank you for the people that listen to it. Be with them and their families. Guide them through the day. Bless them. Put your angels around them. Protect them. Watch over our leaders from the president and vice president on down, judges, all of our elected and unelected, military, law enforcement, especially those overseas and down on the border. Give them courage and wisdom. Help us to get control of our borders, Lord, help us to to wake up, Father. Help our actions to match our priorities or claimed priorities. Forgive us our sins, both individually and nationally, particularly our support of abortion, our support of sexual deviancy via the 
LGBTQ, etc. supportive, but add adultery and are just disdain across the board for your commands regarding marriage and sex. Forgive us our hypocrisy for judging people in a way that we don't want to be judged. Give us strength, Lord. Give us wisdom and courage. Help us to love you with all that we are, to love our neighbors as ourselves. And guide my words, Lord. In your son's name we pray, amen. Just a little side note, uh, a side note in that this is not what the podcast is about today, but we have a uh, a lady that we have known for a few years and uh, not doing real well, uh, has cancer, struggled, uh, it's, it's really heading toward the end, it seems. Uh, and she still is so cheerful and smiles and so much and a lot of people would say guy look at her what do i really have to complain about you know i have my health i have my family etc because her family is in disarray as well as her health and and that's true folks I, i mean we need to i certainly do need to look at people like that and be grateful for what i have but There's a flip side of that coin that I don't feel like we harp on near as much as we do, you know, be grateful for what you have. And that is, it's not enough just to be grateful for what you have, folks. We're called to be good stewards of what God has given us. And that doesn't just include financial means, the talents that we have, the skills that we have, the people that are in our lives, whether it's our spouse, our children, our parents, friends, uh, acquaintances. We have a responsibility to use our talents well to the fullest of our abilities. And so when when we come across people in these kind of situations, it should remind us to be grateful for what we have, but it should also spur us on to greater action to reach the full potential, you know, This is going to sound harsh, folks, and I'm by no means perfect with this, but every time we sit down and stare blindly at a screen or watch sports for hours and hours or are entertained, we're taking time away. Every time we're just flat out lazy, and I'm not talking about going away and resting like Jesus did. We need periods of rest. But we need to think about what we're giving our time to what we're giving our energy and our efforts to. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more today. But but when you, when you see people and, and you've been given more, whether it's health or financial or family or whatever it is, somewhere in your brain housing group, remember that God gave you those things for you to take care of them and use wisely, not to squander. So today is Memorial Day. And as such, we're going to run through a couple things that I I don't think we run through very often. Uh, 
we're going to start this with John 15. This is my commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that one lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I put all three verses, 12 through 14 there. Uh, 13 is the one that should jump out and grab you, obviously, uh, about Memorial Day. Greater love has no one than this, that one laid out his life for his friends, right? And that's what uh, those veterans that gave their lives for our country did. And you can add on the police. We've lost a number of police recently. You can add on the firefighters. I had a friend in college that whose father died in a fire. Um, any of these people that have given their lives, you could sadly add some of the school teachers in these schools where we've had school shootings that have put themselves between students and the evil people killing them. Uh, but so that's the verse, right, that ought to kind of reach out as far as Memorial Day and, and those in our military that have given their lives to defend our country. But I put the other two in there uh, because I thought that they were relevant. Uh, the first, this is my commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you. Uh, the thing that jumps out there at me right now is, you know, Christ never condoned wrongdoing. He loved sinners. He spent time with sinners. He ate with them. He cared for them. But he never condoned the wrongdoing. And today we so often conflate, confuse, loving someone with encouraging them to do whatever it is that they feel like. And that's not loving at all. It may be if what they feel like doing is the right thing to do. But so often today, we, we claim that we love people by encouraging them to do what's wrong. You can think of illegal immigration. You can think of LGBTQIA plus lifestyles, whatever. You can think of uh, feminism. You can think of the Black Lives Matter movement. You can think of the socialist communist movements, uh, Antifa, etc. Uh, you can think of the critical race theory, the diversity, equity, inclusion, DEI, all of this nonsense based on skin color and ethnicity. Uh, we're not being loving when we encourage others to continue down that path. That's, that's not at all the command there. Or, or when you need to, get, need to get an abortion, that's a right, right? That one's probably the biggest one. Uh, or when we go along with people rejecting God out of our institutions as we've done for the last 80 years. You know, well, they, they need to be able to uh, believe whatever they want. Fine, they, they can believe whatever they want, but we shouldn't teach our children. We shouldn't weaken our nation by allowing whatever they want. Right? Uh, and so, and I know that's a huge topic. And then the last one, you are my friends, if you do what I command. And this is really, I'm hammering the Christians here. If we really are Christ's friends, do we do what he commands? And And you can go straight to the two biggest commands, right? That he said all the law and prophets hang on. Do we love our 
Do we love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength? And do we love our neighbors ourselves? And of course, there's a lot of ways to break that pie down, those two comments, but that's the bottom line. Do we do those things? As we go through each day, are we doing those things? Are we loving God with everything? Is he our top priority each day? And do we love our neighbors as ourselves? And I can't help but throw this in because of our divorce rate is so high today in the country. You know, what's your closest neighbor if you're married? It's your spouse. Are they your second priority each day in action, not just in words? You know, there's the Bible verse about, uh, you know, controlling your own house, particularly for the men. Uh, there's loving those in your family. Uh, and there's Mother Teresa's great quote about if you want to change the world, you know, go home, start at home. I, I'm paraphrasing, but so if we're really going to change the world, are we starting with our spouse? Are we, are we loving our children? So, so what we're going to do for the last little bit of this podcast that took longer than I intended, and I'm going to go over today, so forgive me. I'm going to read two Medal of War, or Medal of Honor, I'm sorry, citations. The first one is Oscar Palmer Alston. This was during the Vietnam War. I just chose the Vietnam War today, folks, because my father was involved in the Vietnam War. So he was a PFC, Private First Class. Uh, Echo Company, 2nd Battalion, 7th Marines, 1st Marine Division Reinforced, Fleet Marine Corps, the FMF. Uh, this was February 23rd, 1969, west of Da Nang and the Republic of Vietnam. For conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity, at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty, while serving as an assistant machine gunner with Company E, in connection with operations against enemy forces. During the early morning hours, PFC Austin's observation post was subjected to a fierce ground attack by a large North Vietnamese army force. Supported by a heavy volume of hand grenades, satchel charges, and small arms fire. Observing that one of his wounded companions had fallen unconscious, unconscious, in a position dangerously exposed to the hostile fire, PFC Austin unhesitatingly left the relative security of his fighting hole and, with complete disregard for his safety, raced across the fire-swept terrain to assist the Marine to a covered location. As he neared the casualty, he observed an enemy grenade land nearby and, reacting, instantly leaped between the injured Marine and the lethal object, absorbing the effects of its detonation. As he ignored his painful injuries and turned to examine the wounded man, he saw a North Vietnamese army soldier aiming a weapon at his unconscious companion. With full knowledge of the probable consequences and thinking only to protect the Marine, PFC Austin resolutely threw himself between the casualty and the hostile soldier, and in so doing, was mortally wounded. PFC Austin's indomitable courage, inspiring initiative, and selfless devotion to duty upheld the highest traditions of the Marine Corps and the U.S. Naval Service. He gallantly gave his life for his country.
born in Nacogdoches, Texas. Buried in Greenwood Memorial Park, Phoenix, Arizona. So that's the first one. Second one is Peter Charles Lemon, specialist fourth class. Highest rank that he obtained was sergeant. So this was not awarded posthumously. Uh, this is Vietnam again, Echo Company, 2nd Battalion, 8th Cavalry, 1st Cavalry Division, U.S. Army. Fire Support Base, Illingworth, Tainan Province, Republic of Vietnam. I may have murdered that name, and I apologize if I did. For conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty, Sergeant Lemon, then Specialist First Class, Company E distinguished himself while serving as an assistant machine gun, machine gunner during the defense of fire support base Illingworth. When the base came under heavy attack, Sergeant Lemon engaged a numerically superior enemy with machine gun and rifle fire from his defensive position until both weapons malfunctioned. He then used hand grenades to fend off the intensified enemy attack launched in his direction. After eliminating all but one of the enemy soldiers in the immediate vicinity, he pursued and disposed of the remaining soldier in hand-to-hand -hand combat. Despite fragment wounds from an exploding grenade, Sergeant Lemon regained his position, carried a more seriously wounded comrade to an aid station, and as he returned was wounded a second time by enemy fire. Disregarding his personal injuries, he moved to a position through a hail of small arms and grenade fire, Sergeant Lemon immediately realized that the defensive sector was in danger of being overrun by the enemy and unhesitatingly assaulted the enemy soldiers by throwing hand grenades and engaging in hand-to-hand -hand combat. He was wounded yet a third time, but his determined efforts successfully drove the enemy from the position. Securing an operable machine gun, Sergeant Lemon stood atop an embankment fully exposed to enemy fire and placed effective fire upon the enemy until he collapsed after his multiple wounds and exhaustion. After regaining consciousness at the aid station, he refused medical evacuation until his more seriously wounded comrades had been evacuated. Sergeant Lemon's gallantry and extraordinary heroism are in keeping with the highest traditions of the military service and reflect great credit on him, his unit, and the U.S. Army. Priorities, folks. Priorities. How much time do we spend being entertained today on our phone, watching sports, watching TV and movies? How much time do we spend honoring men like these? How many famous actors and actresses, singers, social media figures, politicians, Do our children know the names of, or we ourselves know the names of, right? How many of these men, like the two that we just talked about today, do we know the names of? Do our children know the names of? 
we don't seem to be doing a very good job today. Teaching what really matters. Making sure that our children know our history and our heritage, our faith. If we don't take the time to know it ourselves and to teach others, we have no one to blame but ourselves when our country falls apart around us, when our marriages fall apart, when our families fall apart, folks. We like to blame others. We like to point the finger at, at uh, this politician or that one, this person or that. And certainly we don't have any greater enemy today than our own fellow citizens that support the left. But maybe, just maybe, we ought to take a good, really good hard look in the mirror and go back to those first verses that we talked about and think about the people that are struggling and look at ourselves and, and think about these people that have given so much. Are we really doing everything we can with what God gave us? Or are we more concerned with being entertained, with doing what feels good, with doing what we want to do instead of what we ought to do. Discipline is a hard thing. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it. Hope y'all have a wonderful Memorial Day.